How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The Gaius Pathfinder Podcast on a Planet, where we ask the hard questions like Are awakened animals citizens? Do they pay taxes? No. If they want. Well, I, I mean, here's the thing. Do Have they told anybody? What do you mean? Have they do, you, told do, do, you, do you think that an awakened animal might hide it so that they don't have to pay taxes? I think the awakened animal would gaslight at every turn. Um... You're just talking about Donkey no, 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 from no, no, Shrek no. right now. There's a whole scene about him doing that in Shrek. Yes. Exactly. They would they would come to him and be like, hey, talking animal. And he would be like, hey. And then we're like, what, uh, are you going to pay your taxes soon? And he would be like, woof. I'm actually quite mad right now because they're going to take away Shrek 4D from Universal Studios. Anyways, Why are they I think that, that because it's old. <laughs> but, um... I think that, um, I think that the awakened animals would maybe have to pay taxes if they were, like, if they had a job, but I don't know if awakened animals have jobs! I'm just, the image of, like, a little kitten. He's got some breeches on, he's walking to work, he's got a fishing rod over his shoulder, and who's that? It's the fucking tax collector! You know what? They do have to pay a tax, and it's called the little guy tax, and it's I get to scritch their little heads. That's so true. That is so true, right? An extremely discriminatory movement on behalf of the king. No, <laughs> they're so little. Would we like to play some Pathfinder? Maybe. Yeah. If I feel like it. Uh. <laughs> okay. So previously in Extinction Curse, uh, we finally came back from the biggest cliffhanger that we ever gave anyone, uh, and discussed uh, Gertie Goldpockets, or uh, Gassy Gulshek as her actual alien name is. Um, she revealed that she is a witch word from a far-off planet that she's not even fully really able to talk about, because that's just how witch words are. Point is, she's an alien shopkeeper with four arms and, like, a weird grey-blue skin. Um, 
she uh, told you guys that really she had been following you around in a fucking UFO this entire time, tracking you with your loyalty card, um, and then said she had nowhere to go. And Royari and Ariata were like, what if you joined us? And Bolu was like, what? Mm. And now Gertie Gold Pockets is a part of the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Bolio has failed to has failed to understand just how just how ready Rayari is to hire somebody. Following that, um, Ariato was painting some stuff, only to immediately be like, mm, "My sisters are coming." <laughs> and then you guys m- killed twenty people in quick succession. That did yeah. happen. And that's not going to affect Ariato psych- like psychologically at all. I'm sure. Uh huh. It'd be fine. Um, you did actually. No, I'm wrong. You did like ki- uh, keep one of them hostage. Uh, Kimileki, the first one that you met, uh, has been bound and gagged, and uh, she is now being just. How are you guys moving her? Actually, like, is Volio carrying her over one shoulder, or are you just kind of dragging her Probably. along? Probably. That's you? usually how they carry people. She doesn't get any special reverence for being, like, a sister. I mean, if Ariato wants her to have that. (laughs) Ariato, choose how your sister will be taken with us. (laughs) I mean, just over Volio's shoulder like a sack of potatoes is fine. Yeah, it's usually curious people. Yeah. Unless they're really stinky, then he just, like, drags them by the foot. (laughs) Like a like a, a wild pig on its way to the market. Um, you guys trekked uh, to your next statue, according to the map you got from the Scholar's Trial, which uh, was apparently the statue of the soldier. Uh, there were some demons. You fucked up the demons, and you are now. Uh... Oh, Royari did go like uh, Ultra Instinct, unlock the final powers of the Celestial Gift of the um, Eye of Essence. So you now have a maxed out relic on your hands, which is really strong. So especially now, uh, considering where you are, I assume we're going to see a lot more of uh, this relic in the last few days. So uh, would we like to hop into character? Maybe. Okay. Well, Uh, you guys are walking up a bluff. Uh, You'd had uh, done a lot of the previous fight with demons while flying, so um, your wings have now turned off, or in Ariato's case, her fucking jetpack boots. Another Homestuck reference that we are able to shove into Dice Roll. Um, Always. That being said, um, you are currently walking up a uh, steep path to the statue of the soldier, and you were were kind of, like, surprised by how steep it was. It didn't look this steep when you were flying, but now you're like, shit. This is a lot. Um, so, fellas, how what? How are you doing uh, as we kind of hop into character? Good. <laughs> Volio's getting his cardio in. <laughs> While carrying... I think she's conscious now, obviously. You didn't, like... She has... It's been, like... Eight hours. <laughs> and he's talking her ear off about, like, some dumb bullshit. <laughs> okay, well, go ahead. Talk her ear off. 
Vaporeon is the seventh evolution, uh, and the only one that cannot use the Everstone. And <laughs> that's okay. The reference you were going for. Okay, I don't is know. Flareon is the only oh, Flareon, oh, it's Flareon. Is the only fully evolved fi- uh, fire type that cannot learn Solar Beam. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I'm not a fucking <laughs> loser. Um, Himaleki responds with a. I think she's trying to communicate. Hmm. Yeah, That's crazy. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so the fist federation. Um. <laughs> he's just gonna keep talking. Are you gonna bring her everywhere? What are what are you planning to do with her? Um, I think that they need to talk about Yeah, they need I to bet, talk why don't we talk about that? <laughs> um, Priori's, uh, while they're walking, is like, what are we going to do with her? Full of shrugs. <sighs> yeah, we can't drag her around because she might be, my mom might be able to track us through her. Uh, well, you could, she could technically track us through me, but I've tracked... I'm trying to resist. Uh, Why don't we talk to her? There was something that we wanted to do in the first place. <sighs> and now she can't cast to kill herself. <laughs> oh yes, those are words that I will understand in a moment. <laughs> Alright, just give me one second. She casts Dimensional Anchor. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ariato, a, uh, you kind of, like, hold up your hands, and as you clutch them together, um, these kind of, like, uh, oh god, what are they called? The things that, like, go around your arms, like, your wrists and ankles, um. I almost said clavicles. <laughs> Manicles, yeah. Oh, oh, messed up. Dimensional lock, she cast dimensional lock. Okay. Okay, Ariato, you clutch, you crush your hands together, and these, like, um, arcane uh, manacles kind of appear around her uh, like extremities for a moment, binding her to this dimension, meaning she can't teleport away. Smart move. And I'm sure you are you have a counterspell ray to blast just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Royari, as you pull uh, the gag off, she says, and shove that cucumber right up your tight little... Whoa, and we cut hello. off because that's not <laughs> that's not something we can say on this family friendly podcast. <laughs> our Harry, no, our Harry looks at her and is like, "Okay, that was detailed." Um, what? <laughs> Let me the fuck go. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Who was the one that was trying to kill kill us? Me, and I'll fucking do it again. So let me go if you know it's good for you. Oh, okay, so I should let you go because you want to kill me. I'll only make it hurt a little bit. <laughs> Just a bit, promise. You are... You are currently not in the position to be laughing like this. She is forcing that smile. You can see she is pissed that she is lost. Relax. My god. What the fuck do you want from me? Either just kill me or let me go. You can't, you can't just dilly-daddly in the middle like you always do. Either show mercy and uh, make the worst mistake of your lives, or kill me and do what's right. That was a sentence. Um, 
Come on, Ariadu. You gonna let these two make decisions for you? Oh, I'm just waiting. What's the matter? Scared? <laughs> of you? Please. Yeah. Of me and mom. I have been scared of her for months. And you don't scare me either. Both of you right she... now are kind of just annoyances. She makes a face and I actually think she shuts the fuck up. She just sullenly stares at the floor, realizing, yeah, I'm fucked. I know that all of you feed on fear, because that's what I feed on. Whatever. What do you want? To know where you guys are, where you guys are held. Where the fuck do you think we're held? We're up in the, in the Tower of Aradon, along with Everhunger. And what was this backstabby sort of plan that Mom wanted to do? I mean, isn't it obvious? The Coven of Hollow Eyes isn't just a fun, let's do whatever thing. We're here to make a profit. Whenever Hunger does this whole, like, cataclysm thing and wipes out the entire Isle of Cortos, there's going to be countless souls in the River of Souls all at once. No one's going to miss, notice a few hundred thousand to go missing, and Mom's going to make a shit ton of money off it. She'll be the richest coven, she'll be one of the most powerful covens in the world. And she still will, no matter what you do. You can't beat her. She's way stronger than any of us. So that's why you, Ariadu, should cut your losses, stop being such a pussy, and come back with us. Wow, strong word. To kiss mom with that mouth? <laughs> She's so fucking mad. All of this while you're like, going up a steep hill, I will point out. <laughs> Be that as it may, sure she's strong. I know that she is. That doesn't mean... Maybe we can't stop her. That's pro that's a possibility. We can absolutely give her a fair amount of annoyances to make that plan delayed. She looks... She looks so fucking pissed. I... I... <laughs> When she isn't, like, throwing insults, she looks so fucking mad. Good. <laughs> What's your game? You you just think that there's nothing you can do, so you've decided that working with her is the only way that you can survive? No, it's because I want to be stronger. And your mother is the only way to do that? Yes, because that's how I get stronger. If I want to be a night hag, she's the only way I can get there. You okay? What the fuck do you want to be a night egg? Why the fuck do you want to be a mortal who will die in the next sixty years? If, uh, actually, I'll die in the next four hundred years. Oh well, Isn't aren't you fucking special, Elf? Yes, I'm a special boy. You are so special. You kind of crest up to the top of the bluff by now, and you're like on a kind of flat plane with the statue. Uh, and actually, as you get up here, um, you can all see there's a lot of stuff uh, like around here. You didn't really pay attention to it while you were flying because, you know, you are paying attention to the demons. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> there's like scattered pieces of what you think are robotics everywhere. Hmm. If anyone wants to make a religion check, you can. 11. 38. Holy shit. 46. Um, okay, so Volio, you don't care. Fucking Arden, whatever. He's got a sword. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Ariato, 
you actually can identify what these um what these statues what the robotics are as it were mm-hmm little grim uh these are dead creatures okay cool um you can identify these as the uh, remains of Collyrots, um, a type of creature known as the Inevitables. Um, Inevitables are the lawful neutral guardians of law and order. Um, they're living machines from the plane of Axis and uh, are, I believe, at war with Proteans. You know, because law versus chaos, etc., etc. Um, what you can kind of tell is it looks like they were summoned judging by some summoning runes around the statue itself. And I think you quickly put two plus two together and say, okay, so the statue summoned these things to fight the Zulgat, and then the Zulgat killed them, and then these guys became the new um, guardians of the statue, as it were. So we've already beaten the soldier's trial. Royari, with your 46, mm-hmm. you spy something else. Mm-hmm. The sword. Ooh. Not a real sword, relax. However, <laughs> the sword that um is being well uh, wielded by the statue is familiar to you. Oh yeah? The statue of the soldier is not wielding just any old weapon. That is the famous Aslanti diamond. Okay. Arden, when he was... His first claim to fame before any of this, back before Aslan fell, was that he was the best swordsmith in the realm. And, um... He forged the Aslanti Diamond, a crystal-bladed sword intended for the next Aslanti Emperor. According to legend, when the Den Emperor asked Arden to choose a successor, Arden chose to keep the Aslanti Diamond for himself. Okay. It's widely considered to be um, his first act of hubris, as it were. Because yeah. not not any time later did Earthfall happen. And it's probably a coincidence. It was it was pro- it was probably a coincidence, but it's still fucked up. Yeah, it's probably nothing. But also the fact that Arden was like, hmm, I will I will have the Azanti Diamond. And then I was like, wow, Arden, what a ballsy thing to do. Are you sure you want to do that? And he was like, what's the worst that could happen? And then Aslanti culture just exploded and fell to ashes. Like, not months later. So That is fucked up. That's what you guys know. Um, as you are all kind of like looking around and again, Volu, you're like, fuck, whatever, I don't care, whatever, fuck, 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 I don't care. Yeah, Kimileki just selfs and says... Well, you're going to take more titles? You're wasting time. I mean, it's what we have to do, right? That's kind of... You already, the... have a, you already have enough to go into the tower. Why are you taking more? They're greedy little hoarders. <laughs> I, I really do think that we should get them all. The less amount that the Zulgath get, the better, I, I think. Listen, you can suck all you want. You're coming along. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bitch the entire way. You want to hear that? Because I can no. bitch loud. Full of gags are good. If you want that, 
she's mad. She starts flailing a little bit. Oh my god. <sighs> Was I like this? No. You've never been- No, you've never been like that. Okay. At least as far as I've known you. Never. Yeah. <laughs> you turned out fairly different. They're still the same, like, you, like I think Volu and Roy are, both of you can recognize the same heat and passion. Mm-hmm. But whereas Ariado puts that to good, she's just being a loud, selfish asshole. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, that being said, you can now approach the statue, if you'd like, and uh, receive your title. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So. The sword-wielding soldier statue stands at the bluff overlooking the rest of this, um, of the fields. And as you kind of stand beside him, brothers in arms, you all feel this metaphysical armor appear over you all. You've gained the title of soldier. And I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What is a fight that you've had on your adventures that you'll never forget? <laughs> <laughs> I think let's, yes, it doesn't have to be one that necessarily has to do with I'll never forget it because I'm traumatized. It's more that one <laughs> that you remember feeling powerful in. Okay. Oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> This isn't necessarily how did you get traumatized? It's more what's a, what's a fight you remember thinking you was sick as fuck? Uh, Could it be trauma? Hmm. For fun. I mean, it was sick, but not in the way that you think. Sick in a like gruesome and twisted way. Yeah. <laughs> Volio traumatizes himself inside of a fucking maze of mirrors. <laughs> as a clown does. <laughs> Everyone, listen to Extinction Curse. We're not going to spoil anything, but, but there's like a clown, and it's really great. Nothing bad happens to him. He doesn't do anything to anyone, ever. He's got a great little familiar who's a perp. What are, <laughs> what are your memories? I think I have it. Okay. What is it, Ariato? Uh, Ariato's first fight, I think, with uh, Victor Volcana. Oh, yeah! The one where you got him frightened five or something? Seven? Yep. And she actually had fire magic, which would, which is something that she didn't have before. Mm-hmm. How, how did that make her feel, to be able to, like, show up her basically, like, childhood bully? In oh. such a fucking incredible fashion, let's be real. The amount of dopamine... The amount of dopamine and serotonin... <laughs> That fucking coursed through her veins when she saw this man so goddamn frightened of her. It was amazing. <laughs> there was that was the power trip that sent you on to like the to fight the way you do. Mm-hmm. That's great. I I love that a lot. <laughs> what about uh, Dave Ritz? Do either of you have things? I think uh, a, a moment that Volio felt pretty powerful was uh, fucking killing and murdering the T-Rex. <laughs> God's most beautiful creature? Yeah, well, God's, most, God's most beautiful, innocent 
uh, gorgeous creature that he put onto Earth for Volio to kill. Jesus. Um. Yeah, he felt pretty powerful. This is especially skinning it. Yeah. You're evil. I think um, that was. Um, I think that was your first time fighting a dinosaur that was quite that powerful. So, like, the rush that you probably felt being able to not only fight it, but win was probably a lot. Yeah. These days, you could probably take on 10 T Rexes. Probably. And he'd have fun with it. (laughs) You would. I love it. It's his favorite sport. (laughs) What about you, Royer? You got anything? Um, I can't remember the details about it, but, um, I think it was probably, um, specific fights, I I don't, (laughs) no, I don't remember very well, um, but probably that, the fight where Rayari first did the turning into a dragon thing, where I thought that was sick as hell. Um, that was with, uh, the, the flowers, yeah, um, there were some giant plants, that were causing a load of mayhem, and you turned into a silver dragon and started breathing frost over them. Yeah, I really, I, I really like that, and I think Rayari really liked that because it was just it, they just felt really strong. Because being a dragon is pretty strong. I think that when you turn into a dragon, that is a very powerful Experience. thing to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Yeah, okay. As you all think back on some of your most glorious victories. You all feel a little bit more whole. And uh, we're now, I believe, 7 out of 12. You're entering the final half of the trials. And with any luck, you'll get even more done within the next day. And I say that because as you're standing there atop the hill, I want everyone to make me a perception check. 35. 34. 39. You all see at the exact same time as you come out of this vision. Not like, not like half a mile away from you, down this side of the bluff, is a fucking giant sheep. Volio, do not run. Volio, Volio, every muscle in Volio's body is twitching to sprint after it. I know, dear. Hold back. Just for now. He just nods. Strained. He's got, like, veins popping in his forehead. <laughs> so, one picture of the kid in class. How do you want to approach this? Because chasing it didn't necessarily work super to your favor last time. I mean, you could do it again. I think that we... Well, I mean, there's not really an, another way that doesn't hurt it. <laughs> hurt it. So, I mean, it worked pretty okay... It, like, the concept worked, it's just that Volio was running in another direction. Mm-hmm. So we could run it in the right direction, and it might work. Okay. Volio and Moriari yeah, like... seem fairly sound chasing it. Ariasa, <laughs> would you like to make a nature check? I can sure try. Um, <laughs> 34? Okay, Ariato, a tosh occurs to you. Yeah? Why don't you simply hurt it? Like, lured around with promises of food and treat it nicely instead of running directly at it uh. and screaming. <laughs> Just kind of like collecting it and being like, come here, this way sheep, follow us for a while. 
why don't we try a different approach that doesn't involve running and screaming? <laughs> what other approach is there? Being <laughs> nice to bimbo. it? <laughs> What's other approaches than scream? That's a joke. I, I, I understand. I, I'm just not a farmer. <laughs> I'm just being nice to it. Yeah, what but, like... Cut. Flashback to Volu chasing a <laughs> sheep for a fucking mile. For an entire mile, Volu sprinted after a sheep. <laughs> but, Ariato, with your nature tech, you figure that while these things are cowardly, so long as you don't spook them, um, they probably won't run off, and you could probably just kind of keep them around with you. Until you're ready to bring them back. I have an important question. Okay. Yeah? Are the sheep fat? The sheep are very fat. No. They're the size of, like, bulls. They're baby. big fucking sheep. Little baby. What do you do? Kimileki is, by the way, still plopped on the ground, wriggling angrily. She's very obviously trying to get out of the ropes. Oh, I have an idea. Let's get it close by. Uh, okay... How do you be nice to animals? Coax it over with like what a food. Uh, approach it like gently. Um, I don't know. Just be soft with it. These animals graze. Yeah. Question mark. Okay. They so they eat like grass. Or, like leaves. Do you think? I'd say more grass, but yeah. Well, they are- they are herbivores. I would hope so, at least. If a, sh- if a sheep could eat meat, I think that I would die. Um, <laughs> I think we should give this a chance. He looks back at Ariel's sister. No, they'll... They'll... Di- no. She starts ringing no. terror. <laughs> Stop scaring her for no reason. It's funny. That's the reason. You... Anyways, but uh, do we feed it grass? Well, I mean, yeah, that's probably... Let's try grass, and if that doesn't work... Jerky is made of meat. Um, And if that doesn't work, um, we could try other vegetation. Okay. A voile looks for something around. Oh, of course. Okay, do you guys approach it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I will let you all make... Uh, one person can make a nature check, everyone else can aid, and uh, the person who makes the check will have a plus two on the check because you are approaching with grass. I can make a nature check. Okay, well, uh, everyone else can also make a nature check and see... Well, actually, maybe Volio don't. Yeah. Volio's <laughs> uh, there. Area, yeah, Volio, you are on hold, Kimelec. Oh! Wait. No, 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 no. Because, uh... Trained improv is, uh, trained improv. Uh, untrained yeah, improv. Yeah, improvised training, yeah. Yeah. So you had a 19 to the 6 you just rolled. Yep. <laughs> so that brings it up to a, seven, a 6 plus 1 plus 19. That is going to be a 26, which passes the aid DC. Yep. Which will uh, give Royari a plus 1 to your roll, which Royari, what does that bring that up to? A 30. A 30? Um... That is going to actually be a success. Oh, we're winning. We're winning, guys. You've got a load of grass in your hands as you approach a big sheep. What do you do? Uh, (laughs) Rayari, uh... 
Rari uh, is like, uh, come here, dear. I have gross for you. You are not a person, so I am struggling, but come with me. The sheep looks at you and has got these big dumb eyes. And said big dumb eyes kind of read almost like a, oh, okay. Almost like it knows it's supposed to follow now. The, ga- mm. the funny game of being out in the fields is over. I have to go with this nice man. So the sheep just kind of like waddles over and eats the grass out of your hand and then just lets it up. <laughs> Oh, you are so baby. Come with me, dear. And she pats him on the head. It's very soft. Holy crap. It's like burying your hair into like, you're burying your hand into like the fleece of uh, like a a freshly washed, a freshly washed puppy. Except there's just so much more of it. Uh, You guys can all approach now. Aren't they like giant also? Yeah, they're the size of bulls. Bulls are big, dude. Fully, very, very slowly approaches. It turns and looks at you with a dumb face on. Puts a hand on it. It's very soft. Oh. <laughs> it it doesn't run away because it doesn't have a reason to run away. <laughs> I cannot I cannot believe I told you guys. Hey, this thing is really like skittish, and all of you were like, we have to chase them. <laughs> we have to chase them. It's funny. Listen, Derry, listen, Derry. We we're we are wonderful players every other time. <laughs> we we ne- we we never try and kill entire villages and we always help people. What you you should let us have the one time we want to chase a sheep. It's fine. You do have um other things you can go to now. Uh because Mm-mm. you uh are in the foothills of um the soldiers trial. But looking at your map, uh, you know that there is another trial uh, just around the corner from you, really, um, on the nearby lake, um, which is about a mile and a half away from you. Uh, And then there's another one also about a mile and a half away in the middle of the forest. Okay. So uh, you kind of missed it when you were making your way towards the farmer's trial. So... Do you want to head back into the forest and uh, check out this um, woodland statue? This one isn't even in a clearing. It's like in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. It's either that or you make your way to the lake. Which would you like to do? I think a quick detour into the forest would be nice. Yeah, so that way we don't mm-hmm. have to loop around. Okay. Uh, so as you get towards the trees, you can see um, that they are big enough for the sheep to get through. But you may lose sight of the sheep. What do you do? Bully keeps a hand on the sheep. Okay, is that how you're going to keep an eye on the sheep? Yeah. Okay, you keep an eye on the sheep. I, I think specifically Volio has placed uh, Ariadna's sister on the back of one of the sheep. Oh my fucking god, you're using like a pack mule? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she, does not, she does not like this. I will let you know. Why doesn't she um, stop? Um... This is best case scenario for her. Bolio could be dragging her through the dirt right now. Actually, you know what? This is actually pretty nice. I think she's just angry about everything. <laughs> um, you guys make your way into the woods following this thing. And the trial that you find now, it's almost kind of like Ghibli-esque. Um, there's no like great clearing or anything. It's in the middle of the woods. And um, it looks like a scene straight out of Princess Mononoke. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you find the statue, and it is covered in moss among, like, wood and trees. And uh, let me describe it for you all. A small clearing stands within the thick forest, the boughs overhead allowing a few streaks of light down onto a tall marble statue. Gentle breezes swirl fallen leaves around the figure. A man in forester's clothing with a quiver at his side, holding a bow in one hand. His other hands hold the the many-pronged antler of a slain beast. Only a few inches remain of the narrow stone cylinder of the arrow that felled the beast. If uh, you guys would like, you can make a nature check here. Or sorry, a religion check. Eleven. Well, it's Aaron, you don't give a shit, whatever. <laughs> 39. 44. Okay. Roy and Ariato, both of you quickly recognize that this is the hunter. Okay. Um, and as you kind of, like, uh, drop, you can see that uh, on the base of the statue is a kind of hieroglyphic. Um, and it reads out, it has a picture of uh, a silhouette standing by the statue, and then uh, a, a, um, a creature seems to appear from the woods, uh, and appears to be a deer. Um, it okay. shows then the silhouette chasing the deer, um, and then bringing the deer back to the statue. And then it shows that silhouette now glowing. So what do you? How do you? What do you do? How do you discuss? Hmm. Uh, well, Mary explains that it's the hunter, um, and then uh, puts a hand on on his hip and is like, "Has anybody got any ideas? Any thoughts? Feelings? Emotions?" Need to hunt. I mean, that sounds pretty straightforward. Oh, maybe we could set a trap. That's not a terror. Uh, do you know how to do that? He shrugs. I mean, I can cleft anything. Oh, go- oh my! Oh, I forgot about that. I could cleft one. Um. So like, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> you want to try? Sure. If you guys okay. want mine. I do not mind at all. Well, that gives Ariana and Rayari some time to figure out what it is exactly they're meant to be hunting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, Volio, uh, I will... I think it's not super difficult to make a trap, mm-hmm. right? What kind of trap are you hoping to make? Kind of like uh, a humane one. You know, the kind where like you set in your backyard when you've got possums. Um, I'm a European. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the audience. Uh, um, where it's 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 just like a cage, uh, and it's got like a little uh, wire or string attached to the uh, the gate of the uh, cage, and like whenever something goes like in there, like goes to, like the back of the cage, it'll close, and then they'll freak out, and the cage will like flip everywhere, and the next morning it'll go out, uh, and there will be an animal in it. Just like chilling. That, okay. That kind of thing. He doesn't okay. want to catch something big. Okay, sure. Um, so it's like small to medium size. Okay, you're doing that. Uh, so I will give you a crafting DC in a second as you start gathering supplies. 
Royari and Ariato, uh, do you guys want to try study this um, plaque a little more? Figure out what exactly it means? Sure. Uh, I yeah, want sure. you to make me... Hmm, what would this be? Nature or religion? 50. 50? What the fuck? That was a 19, Derry. <laughs> yeah, crit success. Ariato, as soon as you look down, you actually remember the story you heard this thing from. This is from a mythical creature called the Barking Stag. Um, the Barking Stag is from old, old legends. Um, generally, they were like the most difficult animals like to catch, according to, you know, hunters. Um, because while they wouldn't... Um, while they were very fast... They were also very, like, sturdy. They could take a lot of damage. Um, and most, more importantly, uh, when it isn't injured, you know that they have the ability called Foil to Hunt, which always covers their tracks no matter what. So basically, hunting parties would go out looking for the Barking Stag, which is, like, uh, the best way you can describe it is a deer, which has, like, a dog-like tail, uh, two of them even, and it barks like a dog. So hunting parties would go out looking for the stag. They'd spend days upon days trying to catch it. And when they finally cornered the stag, it would fight like hell, wipe out half the party, and then vanish off into the woods never to be seen again. Jeez. Judging by the plaque, it looks like this statue is rigged so that when you approach the statue, it spawns one somewhere in the woods and you have to bring it back here so that's what you know Ariato you can also see uh, Volio making like a possum sized trap well Volio hey, 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 hey. Uh, what? might need to make it bigger <laughs> how much bigger stag sized how big is the stag taller than me and Ferrari, definitely. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he scraps what he's doing. It's, he's just got like, a couple of sticks tied together. He scraps it and uh, he starts making these a little bigger. Okay. Um, so, Volio, would you like... So is the plan... What is your plan with this trap? To... Now that you know you're looking for a stag. To bring it to the area where the stag is most likely to be and set it up there. Okay. Um, sure. Well, Volio, I want you to make me a crafting check, and this will take you, I think, three hours to make something that you're happy with. 42. Fucking easy as shit, man. Hmm. Um, yeah, you make a, you make a little trap. And you know that if anything runs into this thing, it will click behind them and they'll be stuck. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, Royari and Ariato, as Volley was making this, do you guys want to go see if you can try figure out where this thing might be lurking? Uh, sure. Okay. Roll me both a survival check. 29. Okay. 17. Um, I, because I only have a plus one to it. Well, Royari, or Royari, you don't find shit. But Ariadne, you're pretty <laughs> sure you found something. 
Um, you find some tracks <clears throat> which appear to be... They are hooved. You don't know many animals that have hooves in the woods. Um, so you're going to assume that uh, after a little while, it seems to be kind of hanging out in the northeast... Or no, in the northwest of the woods. Uh, so once Leo has kind of clicked it back, his trap together, you're able to go report to him. And what do you guys do? I didn't find shit. I found hub tracks. Ooh. Oh, that's something. It's highly promising, so I think we should follow it. Yeah, totally fine with me. Okay, cool. Uh, you guys um, follow it. You uh, come to this place that seems to be frequented by this hooved beast. And uh, you drop down the trap. Volio, is there anything you're doing with the trap? Or is it just put it out in the open and hope that it wanders in? Hey, yeah, you put it out in the open. You just hope that it goes in. He puts a little bit of food in there. Okay, uh, I think with some food. Some sweet apples. Okay, some, some food should do it. Um, do you, are you going to wait overnight? Are you going to go to camp, or what's the plan? Because it's not super late right now. It's about 5 p.m. You could uh, just call it for the day. I mean, yeah. Volio intended for this to be like a waiting thing. Okay. So, uh, you guys, do you want to make a camp nearby? Chill? Relax? Yeah. You guys are now, uh, I think we'll time skip. You're having dinner. It is an hour later. How well, how how are you guys doing? It's uh, evening now. You've got a little uh, fire in a clearing. You're making yourself some food. What's up? I'm dropping you into character. I feel like Ariadna's a little bored, so she's probably just like sprucing up their rations. <laughs> <laughs> is the sheep is there, right? And also, yes, is, like, the sheep. Put... The sheep is happily asleep, and Kimaleki is tied to its back and glaring daggers at you. You're so sure. Uh, you probably tried to feed her and she's refused. She's going on hunger strike. <laughs> and Volio is eating her food. What do you guys do? Are you really not eating? She says nothing. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. More for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking deep throats that food. Please chew. <laughs> please, please, for the love of God, chew. <laughs> I think Ariado adds a bit of aromatic spice to it, just, just to tease. <laughs> just to tease. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking evil. Your sh- alignment shifts from chaotic good to chaotic neutral. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you're all kind of um, discussing, though, you do wonder, like, you now know that Ariada's mom's have the coven of hollow eyes, and you know what they're here for, which is fuck. What do? Um, Rayari sort of pulls their jacket a little further over their shoulders and is like, So, we've got a lot of information now, a lot more information than we did when we got here. Especially about your family. How many more statues do we need to go to? Uh, this is the seventh one. I think. And there are how many? Twelve. Okay. Now I think that we should. I think that we should be able to handle it. Maybe. Um. I know that. Perhaps the twelfth statue will come to life and crush us to death. 
Oh, wouldn't that just be swell? Be fun. Um, I know that we have we've got a sheep, so that we're on the way to that one. We're on the way to succeeding with this one. I think that there are one or two more sheep, though. And then gotta figure out this hunting one, and then there are a few more. And we know where. We know your mother's, your biological mother's um, coven is. We know who they are and where they are. That's a lot of inf- That's a lot of information. Been fucked up and crazy. Nothing. You are one step closer to be to being able to never have to worry about this again. Yeah. Ever. They will be dead to you and dead also in real life. <laughs> uh, one can only hope, but we'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Either way, even if we can't, I am very much satisfied with medium annoyances. Hmm. Don't worry, Ariato. I do not settle for losing. I killed. Relax. Oh, no, literally, <laughs> literally, I feel like she's the kind of person to go. I feel like this is the kind of person my mom is. The minute she loses, we win. <laughs> the minute that she suffers even a small loss, not even, it doesn't have to be a big one. She doesn't have to lose everything. Small loss. That's a win for us. Whoa. Makes um, it easier. Well, it's exactly at that moment you guys hear a chunk coming from the trap. Do you think that's a stag? You have to go check. Come on. Um, I don't know. Do you hear barking? Do, do they? No, but you do hear one noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> a baby! Volley like sprints over to the trap. Stuck inside the trap, fluff pushing out from behind the wooden bars is a oh. fucking Elysian sheep. The door doesn't oh even my close God. behind it. No, it's just <laughs> stuck. Oh, <laughs> little thing, little thing. No! <laughs> Darling, your friend is over here. The other sheep kind of like wakes up from its nap. And... Oh. oh, shit. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> literally reaches down and 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 picks grass from the ground and, and and sort of tries to usher the the sheep out of the little cage uh, thing. Do you want to make a nature check? Yeah. And Ariadne, you can help again if you like. Volio, I'll actually let you help with crafting as well. Okay. He built this. He should know how to get it out. 37, not 32. Bad. 43. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, that's actually a crit success thanks to the other two's help. Because Ariato <laughs> su- uh, succeeded, and Volio crit succeeded. So that gave a plus three, bringing your 37 up to a 40, which is a crit success. Royari, you give it the grass, and it and it goes, and you see it go to sleep. <laughs> In the trap. In the trap. Get it's out of there, you piece. stupid fucking fluff ball. Oh dear. As you, okay. you kind of stir it angrily and it, and it starts backing up a little bit. It's no longer in Thank the trap. You. And it goes to sleep outside the trap. 
Oh dear. <laughs> Valio, do you need? Do we need to move it? We should actually move it further. Because we're all deceived. Ariato, I think as you glance down at this sheep's feet, you see that it has hooves, and you wonder if perhaps you picked up the wrong trail. She looks at the she looks at the sheep's feet and goes, "Ah, oh, fuck." <sighs> well, I mean, this is the other. I guess this is then another hooved animal. So I, I was right that there was something here. It was just a sheep, not the thing. The wrong something. Yeah. Fair. So. Let's find another way. Yes. Sure. Must keep looking for the big boy. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to do that now? Because you still have some time in the day of daylight hours. Yeah, sure. Okay. If everyone wants to make a survival check, or if you have another way that you can think of trying to find this thing. <laughs> Doesn't roll. Uh... Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> that was the same roll as before. <laughs> 29. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, what if I? Volio? What if? What if Folio thinks about the elk really, really hard with, um, with a clown nose? Viral clown lord. <laughs> okay, I will. I will <laughs> allow you to consider using clown lore if you can justify why Volio's past exploits uh, before he became a clown. <laughs> would help him know how to track a, uh, a deer. One time he was traveling with the circus and they were cutting through the forest and um, one of the jugglers got gored by an elk. Oh my fucking god. That's a fucked up story. Holy I don't know if that counts shit. as catching as catching a, a deer. <laughs> well, someone had to get him off. What? <laughs> Did you avenge the your juggler's death? <laughs> did, you, yes. did you spend days tracking this deer to oh the woods? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Rambo style. <laughs> you know what? That's that's so fucking okay. stupid and in character that I will allow it. What the fuck? You can roll me your legendary clown lore to seek out this. Forty-eight. <laughs> That's a fucking crit success. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. Volna, you go looking for this uh, stag, and as you're looking, you see it. Oh my god. You see it. It's over there. Like, after a while, you find it, like, closer to the east side, just kind of, like, drinking water from, a like, a river. You see the deer. What the fuck do you do? <laughs> he's like peeking at it through bushes and he's got like this focused stare um he like he snaps you... his he snaps his fingers over at Ariato and Rayari uh he's like come here come here Ariato tiptoes over look 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 do you see do you see look, look. <gasps> it has dog tails that's it that's it that's it Savan, what should we do I your two giant sheep behind you go. Fucking useless. Um. So the barking stag is drinking some water and it has not noticed you. What do you do? Do we shoot it? Ariado, you know that this thing is weak to arrows. That's something you do know. Is has a, a weakness to arrows. However, you also know it has a lot of HP and it runs very fast. Okay. I don't know if we should harm it, 
Because it has a lot. It, it, it's a sturdy boy. Yeah, but setting up the trap makes a lot of noise. I'm scared, right? Uh, but it's also very fast and it can hide its tracks. Uh, Grapple with it Beowulf style? I don't know. I mean, I can literally grapple it. Would you like to give it a shot? Sure. Okay. This is fascinating. <laughs> so, Volio, you are tank going to versus tank. Volio, you are going to go against a barking stag, this notoriously difficult to hunt creature. Yes. And I- I'm going to need you to roll me stealth for initiative as you launch yourself out of the trees. Okay. <laughs> Wait, stealth? Yes. Before Volio does this, he takes out the Lich's hand and he casts invisibility on himself. Oh, you son of a bitch! (laughs) You pull out the dried out hand of Zavazik Shrain and it's curled into a fist. And as you kind of like pull its fingers open, you tap yourself and you just go, you vanish from sight. So that, um, I... I believe you actually don't necessarily have to roll initiative. You can just mm-hmm. walk up to this thing. Perfect. So if you'd like to just walk up to it and make athletics, you'll lose your um, you'll lose your invincibility when you roll athletics on it. But that's fine. You'll be able to grab it. Forty-nine. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> um. Okay. So this is what uh, Ariato and Royari see. You see the barking stag sipping water from the river, and then you see footsteps in the water briefly, and the barking stag kind of raises its head. And then suddenly, appearing out of nowhere, Volio Via appears from behind it, grabs it from behind, and suplexes the deer! <laughs> and-, and you see him, like, screaming in the distance, FOR BREDPLO! <laughs> <laughs> oh my the god. Barking, the barking stag lets out a <laughs> as you fucking uh, slam its head into the floor and it lets out a yelp. Um, it's going to try to escape. That's a 39, which is a crit fail against your athletics roll. Yeah. Which means that Volio, while you are holding this stag down, you just hold it, hold it, hold it. And it's like kicking and shit, and it's making a fuss, barking and snarling. Um, and I think, ultimately, you are able to stand up and hold it over your shoulder as it is kicking. And you have successfully captured the barking stag. You know, I... I, I had a feeling it would work, but Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> The two sheep like stare dumbly and like tied to its back. Kimileki, you can tell she's trying to act like she's not impressed and just continue like cursing and wriggling. She's a little impressed. Volu <laughs> <laughs> uh, comes back with uh, the stag over his arms. So he's like, set foot. That was not how I expected hunting worked. 
Um, Sometimes you need um, a little, a little, and he limps his wrist. Touch. Okay. <laughs> so, should we bring him back to the statue? Yes. Yes. As soon as possible. Keep wiggling. He barks loudly at you. Shush, oh. Hush. It's okay. Whatever you are. He barks. Um, you take it. You take the back of the stag back to the statue, <laughs> and um, you uh, place it down before it. And uh, the stag kind of like uh, stops struggling as you get closer. And then when you approach, it kind of like you put it down in front of the statue. It stands up and it like kind of looks at you almost wisely before it nods its head and slowly walks back into the woods. You don't need to kill the Barking Stag for uh, this trial to work, but I think it's a rarity that the Barking Stag gets to leave. Oh. And as uh, you are all kind of looking, you all feel uh, the wood of a bow and arrow in your hands, as you have successfully earned the title of Hunter. And uh, all of you, we have another question. Mm-hmm. What is an encounter with animals that has meant a lot to you on your journey? This can be a combat thing, an animal you met that made an impression on you, an animal you helped, anything is fine. One second. Oh. Uh, it literally hasn't come up in so, so, so fucking long, but the elephant that Volio summoned. Kimbo? Kimbo, um, yeah. Uh, she never comes up. She never fucking comes up. I'm so sad about it. Um, she, she's hanging with Leandris and Bardol. Yeah. Um, I love Kimbo. Uh, he... Yeah. that Kimbo's special to him. He loves Kimbo. He's named after an old friend. It's kind of incredible that your chaos magic was able to create an entirely aware, like, living life form. Like, a, a yeah. thing that breeds and eats. And oftentimes, it's just funny to look at around the surface. Yeah. Pink elephants. Uh, Royari. Other than technical or pachyderms, are there <laughs> any animals that you have met on your uh, journeys that have kind of impacted you? Um, then probably, 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 uh, what's, 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 what's his name? Uh, Wor- Warples. I like, the, I like the little guy. I like that. I, I think Rari thinks that they're cute. Warples was the perfect bean. Uh, Warples the purple worm, right? Yeah. I just think that Rari thought that they were really cute. And the idea of something that's usually seen as, like, bad or, or, or evil being, um, good is a pretty thematic. Mm-hmm. For Plus, considering it was linked to helping you, you redeem another person who was dearly beloved the worm, um, Cormenter. If you hadn't mm-hmm, had the worm mm-hmm. with you, it's entirely possible that Cormenter wouldn't have joined you. Mm-hmm. Ariato, I think you picking an animal should be a cinch. You have a team <laughs> going on here. 
No, no, I think Kiki's gonna have a hard time because there's too many. Yeah, yeah it's like picking a favorite child, Derry. Well, I think you could nearly say, if you chose, <coughs> the entire group, if you wanted to. Can she actually? <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you want to talk about, like, what a- an impact they have made, you can. Uh, Kelby is just, like, a close friend, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, he is also, like, the, uh, he was also the inspiration of the art piece that she gave to Nocticula. So... <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. It's very important. Think... And he's also just very interested in her art and it's very and she also taught him biography just a little bit too. Yeah. Kobe, you you helped Kobe do his first ever piece of art, didn't you? Yes. Um certainly like Kobe I think probably helped you. He was the first in your little menagerie, wasn't he? Um, yes. Because, like, you have Cubby, of course, but then you got all these other friends. Uh, Scarlet, Sunny, Darling the Kitten that you found in that theater. Um, <laughs> you, you have a lot of animals that you've befriended with, but it would it all started with Cubby the Talking Dog. Yeah, there's Cubby. Okay. And Scarlet was basically, like, demon dog Ariano. <laughs> she <laughs> understood her very well and wanted to give her a home. Or Gillian, fucking idiot little fish that he is. Evil (laughs) fish. Helped her figure out what the fuck was going on in that one city. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Looking into his dumb fish eyes. (laughs) Sweet dumb boy. (laughs) So I think uh, as the, um, as it starts to fade, you all think about how while the works of man have defined your journey of course they are not the only things on this earth world the creatures that make up the smaller more domestic parts of your lives cats dogs elephants everything it's really helped you get to where you are on this journey and you have all gained the title of Hunter. Yay. I should Meaning have chosen are... Ratlio. You could have... I don't know that it would work. Uh, <laughs> you have... You are eight... Oh, no, I, I should have chosen Ratlio. You are eight out of twelve. <laughs> Yay. Cool. Making your way. And we're on our ninth. Do you know how many sheep that these little left uh, You know there's one more sheep, I believe. Uh-huh. Okay, 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 okay. And then you'll be able to get the the trial of the shepherd. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what do you do? Well, it's it's the Cecilia. Um, back what? to the lake. Shall we? Let's go have a beach episode. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Dice Will Roll will return after these messages. We now return to Dice Will Roll. You make your ways back to the lake. Well, do you want to sleep for the night? Because, um... Oh, yeah, it's It is now, dark. like, late, yeah. <clears throat> they have they have a little, a little night in the woods. <laughs> okay, well, you ca- make a little camp. Um, you go to sleep. Ariadne, you feel normally you should be extremely anxious about going to sleep now, but... There's this confidence that the valley is giving you that you'll be protected. 
that I think it almost overrides the um, feeling that you have from everything in there. You know, from your mom and everything. Yeah. In fact, I think that um, you all kind of feel something inside of you as you get to your eighth title. You feel like mm-hmm. you own this place. Not like it's your possession, but like... Before it felt like home, but now it kind of feels... The the difference between living in your childhood home and living in an apartment that you are paying for, you know? Mm-hmm. You feel like this is your place. And I always has been. It gives you this kind of supernatural confidence. And you all know that uh, you can now use teleportation magic again. Oh, shit. Um, And on top of that, uh, you should have some other cool abilities, which I can't spoil yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, morning comes. Are you headed down to the lake? Yeah. Mm Yeah. Okay. Well, you uh, plod along. It takes you about an hour to get to the lake because it's about two miles away. Uh, and mm-hmm. as you approach the lake, I want you all to make a perception check. 28. 38. Well, it's a cool lake. Water. Where are you? 31. Uh, well, Ariadne, it's you that sees it. Not too far from the lake, sleeping among a pile of bushes, a sheep! <gasps> she points at it. Baby! <gasps> Baby, ahoy! Uh, odd body slitters up around your shoulder, uh, Volio, and goes. You're the wrong baby. <laughs> what? Yes? <laughs> <laughs> Did you whisper back at it? Are you? Yeah. It looks almost. He, our boy looks almost offended. He squints his eyes. <laughs> Good. He slitters back down into your bag. <laughs> he slitters backwards, not still holding eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> um, he kind of like scratches his chin. He's like, maybe I should give him the ability to talk again. You could do that over the night or something, can't you? Something like that. <laughs> it it. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps he has things to say. Maybe, maybe he could insult the. Maybe he could insult the the Zulgas when we go in the tower. Probably not, but maybe. Do you want to go approach the sheep? <laughs> it's asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to make the nature check? I think I have the highest uh, nature. Okay. Right? Royari sheep tamer. <laughs> Ariari is going to pick up more grass. Mine okay. is at 23 technically, so I can help. Bolio okay. stands there. You're guarding the other sheep, Bolio. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, plus oh. 19, so that's... <laughs> I'm gonna use a hero point, because that's a not one. Well, okay, 41. Sure. <laughs> Okay, a 41? Holy shit! Yeah. Crit success! Uh, giving a plus 28. Well, isn't that fun? Because Ariadne mm. got a crit success, that actually boosts your thing up to a oh, success. Shit. So I think it's, oh, shit. it's less 
that uh, you are doing it alone, Rayari, and both you and Ariat are like, and the sheep wakes up very lazily, looks at you all, squints, slowly lumbers up and lets it up. Um, which, yeah, okay, that will do it. Um, we are connecting. You, you have successfully uh, added another sheep to your party. You now have three giant sheep following you around. Um, I will say, I will say, I think it's extremely funny that you just happened to go to the trials with sheep this time. <laughs> it's a little funny. Um, okay. So, uh, do you guys want to make your way up to the lake anyway? Um, do we want yes. to take the sheep back so we don't, like, have a chance to lose them, actually? But we'll have to walk back. We would have to walk back anyways. Oh, what if I tie them together? Does that be cute? That we be only have so much rope, and and most of it is going towards our guest. <laughs> oh, you are so angry. Just take the walk back. We are not doing that! <laughs> Boy. I am not killing an unarmed person. We will kill her. She just floats. You guys float, right? Is this a ref- is, is, uh, Out of character, are you referencing the Salem Witch Trials right now? No, no! <laughs> 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 I thought you were referencing Monty Python. No, he was referencing Link. (laughs) He was referencing humans and chainsaws. Okay. Um, Well, you could probably have enough rope to, like, put them all on the lead, you know? Okay. That would probably stop them from running, assuming Volio puts a firm grasp on it. Yeah. Firmly grasp it in your hand. Well, eventually, you come to another step. A okay. ten-foot-tall statue of a weathered, rugged man stands amongst waist-high reeds. One hand holds a reel, though the accompanying rod has been broken off. In its other hand, the statue grasps a net holding a carved fish, gasping for air. The statue's stony gaze overlooks the rocky shore of a wide lake, with startlingly turquoise waters so placid they resemble a pane of stained glass. Despite the impressive vista, a gentle breeze carries the scent of almost, like, chemical coming from the water. Somewhere between chlorine and bleach. What do you guys do? Because you can make a religion check to figure this out. I don't know if you do need to make one, though. Because unfortunately, as you all gaze upon it, it becomes pretty startlingly clear. That this statue of a fisherman means that this is probably the fisher's trial. And fellows, I say with a grim, grim face that only someone who knows my tragic tale would understand. <laughs> Derry, it is time to redeem yourself. It's time we are all going for a to do. We are all going to do a fishing minigame. <laughs> Are you? Are I'm you? Sorry, you're are like, you ready? You're are you ready for this, Terry? You sound so depressed as this like jaunty fucking fish music comes up. 
Would you time all... for official. What you Derry, are you are you, are you prepared for this, Derry? Are you no, do you I'm need not. like a do you do you need a hug? I'm very afraid it's the fishing mini game. I think we should all <laughs> say our goodbyes before we do this. <laughs> it's nice knowing everybody. Um <laughs> Imagine if we party wiped right here. Well, what do you guys? (laughs) What do you guys do in front of this daunting task ahead of you? Uh, Oh, Rayari goes. Oh, how how lovely! We can get lunch here. (laughs) Oh, I can make it. Do you think it's kind of stinky? I have no idea what's going on here. I I I don't know. Um, Smells like pool vodka. Well. Ariari looks into the water. See how the fish are. It's it's very turquoise water. Like is, is turk? this like a chlorinated fucking lake? I don't know. Blue taste of water. Is it like actual chlorine? You take twelve damage. Ow. What? Volio, the moment that you bring your finger up to it, like touch it, your skin burns. It is a it is pure acid. Oh, it's an acid lake. It means like fingers burning. G- uh, get over here, uh, right? Right. Rayari um uh, uh, does lay on lay on hands, heal that. Don't, don't do things like that. Oh my god. We'll get fish How another time. I'll make us fish some other time. I don't think so. A fish in the fucking lake. What are we supposed to fish for then? Like, what is in here? I don't think anything could live in there. It's not hospitable. Is this just like a fucking losing game? I, I mean, I will it. say that you can see tucked behind the statue are, is a metal rowing boat with some metal oars and a metal fishing rod. Oh god. They want us to go out onto the lake. Well... <sighs> 11 out of 12 isn't so bad, is it? No, we can all fly. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. We can all fly. Yes. For 10 minutes. So, I can turn it... I can turn into a dragon and fly us away if... If if something terrible happens. I also do have my You do? So we should be okay. Let's just try not to... Die. Now you understand the dread of the fishing. Minigame. Why the hell did you do this? <laughs> did you do this? No, the book said it. I'm not even kidding. Yeah? What I'm the not f- even kidding. Um, <laughs> we could fly, yes. I mean, we could go out onto the... What I'm saying is that we go out onto the boat, and if something happens while we are in danger, we can simply fly away. Okay, yes, uh, Volio starts climbing up the statue to get the boat. It's it's on the floor behind the statue. You can get oh, it. It's still climbing. <laughs> it it's he's a he's a he's a meat of a man. I just can't help but want to climb him like a tree, and he gets down. <laughs> um, okay. He starts like pushing it into the water. Or acid. May, yeah, let's But it doesn't immediately blow up or anything, you know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't push it, like, fully in the way, and he, like, ushers the other guys to get into the boat. Oh, and he ties the sheep to the statue. Yeah, okay, you see, um, Kima, like, you snarl as you do, but it's fine. <laughs> uh... So, what do you guys do? 
<laughs> Once Ariado and Roy are in the boat, he's gonna like push it off and try real hard not to get any water on him. Okay, I mean, it's pretty easy, honestly. Um, you guys sail your your boat into the middle of the lake, and you all have fishing rods. Um, so the way that this fishing mini game works is um, you have to roll a. You sound um, so sad. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'll be honest. I'm having flashbacks here. Um, <laughs> the way that you do this um, fishing mini game. Like, just for anyone who doesn't remember, the last time I ran a fucking fishing minigame in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, the entire party was killed. So you can understand my stress here. My fucking <laughs> darling kobolds. Killed in a tragic boating accident. You all have to make survival checks, and then you'll, there's a roll of D100 to see if you pick up anything in particular. And, Maybe that's um, okay. And the biggest fish. It has to be a survival check. Yes, unless you can come up with something else. Ooh, 30. Okay. Can it be clown lore because clownfish are a thing? Yeah, I will absolutely let you clownfish, I guess. <laughs> 45. Um, if I'm fancy about it, can I roll performance? <laughs> <laughs> if I do some fruity little business? I'm not or... sure. You, I'll be real. I think it would have been smarter to go to a different one. <clears throat> um, you can do whatever you like, my friend. <laughs> If you want to roll so performance, you can. I think you're so dead inside. Are you? I, I, I just know. I just know the outcome of any nonsense. Oh God, fucking. Um, no, no, no. So you're just rolling a lot of. You got a bad roll, and now you have since rolled five or six different rolls, all of which have also have been bad. Um, okay. Um, okay. Uh, um, let me see. I'm rolling a D100 for each of you. Because you did all pass. Um, fuck. Okay. Um, uh, okay. That is freakish. You did roll a 98 uh, volio on a uh -huh. D100. Damn. So we'll get to that in a second. Um, Ariadne, you rolled a 78. Sick. And Royari, you rolled a 38. Um, and Royari, you pull up a trout. How? It's acid. It's a trout which seems to be made exclusively of silver. Oh, sick. Uh, it's about... Uh, well, it's a trout, so let's see. It's about five inches long. So it's not actually that big a trout. Um, it's actually pretty pathetic, honestly. This is a bad trout. Why are you um, bullying Rayari? Okay. Rayari, you catch a salmon. Hey. Um, and this... 2d6 plus 3 for the salmon size. That's going to be 5 plus 2. That's 7. That's 10 inches long. Not bad. This is a pretty... I mean, salmon get bigger than that, but, you know, it's fine. I mean, I'll take it. It's a salmon. It's my favorite fish. Yeah. Uh, Volio, you got a 98, which is freakish. Yeah. Uh, that means you got um, you got a special one. Um, one moment. Catfish. Um, okay. I have to actually add another 
Uh, wait, can you make me... Mm, can you make me an athletics check real fast? Yeah, sure. Because as you start pulling, you become deluded and convinced that you are about to pull in, quote, the big one. Uh, not 20. Oh my... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is exactly... This is this is no joke exactly that what led to their downfall. Are you serious? Volio, you pull in the big one. Oh god. Y- yeah? You start yanking and pulling on this rod, and you start blindly telling everyone how great this is going to be when you catch the big one. <laughs> and then you yank up and you see exactly what it is you have caught. Yeah. It looks like the head of a giant moray eel. Oh. With the exception that it has perfectly like glassy eyes, um, a little frill on the back of its head, and a second head. Oh. Both of these heads are about the size of a cow. The heads are both attached to one giant muscular body with two sturdy dragon-like limbs, but no legs as it trails off into a long, long serpent-like body. That can't be good. Yeah, no, you immediately recognize it as some kind of linor. Everyone roll initiative against Linor of the Lake because who'd have tunk it? You reeled in big one. Okay. The ultimate Animal Crossing catch. Initiative? Yes. No. Oh, my fishing can't be my initiative. Nat 20. Actually, I will let you... Oh my fucking Christ. <laughs> um, Volio, you gotta reroll it. I'm sorry, but I'll give you a plus two on this because you were... Fucking hell. Oh, I wrote perception on accident. Uh, 35. Uh, 35. Um. Uh, okay, cool. Um, this is great, even. Um, hmm. So, Ariado, if you hadn't rolled in that 20, it would be going before you. I will say that. Okay. Because... You rolled a 47 as a nat 20, it rolled a 48. So you are going first, and you get an extra action, but um, it is very quickly chomping down uh, towards you all. So, Ariado Body, the fishing minigame, predictably enough, went horribly wrong as a giant linorm is pulling itself out of the water its two eel-like heads as it screeches and is coming up to you um what do you do my first question to you is considering that this is acid that we are currently floating on mm-hmm. how flammable is this acid Oh um, would you like to make a nature check? You're sure. sitting in a... <laughs> We're in a metal boat and we can fly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love you. Nature check? 
Yeah. All right, plus 19, that is a 38. Um, okay. Okay, I think, um, I think you can tell that this is too liquid for it to, um, like, it's too diluted in water for it to be explosive. But you do know that if you were to set off fire in, like, if you were to, like, try boil this, it would probably be extremely dangerous gas. Not necessarily to this thing, but to you guys. So be ex be careful with superheating the water. Mmm. Got it. Okay. You... Yeah, what do you do? I just wanted to know. <laughs> just in case. Um... <laughs> And if cooking this thing in an oversized pot isn't going to work. I'm on no funny, you can do it. <laughs> Show me the spell. Okay, I'll just do this instead. Um Implosion. Ooh, okay, what does it have to do? Uh <coughs> It doesn't say, let me see what happens if I Ah, fortitude save. Okay, makes sense. Uh, so this, the Linorm of the Lake rolls a not one. Super cool, great work. I was, I, uh, well, crit fail, so um, it does a flat 75 damage, so is, does that get doubled on a crit fail? Uh, well, let's see. Implosion. Uh, wow, that's a level 9 spell, huh? Yep. <laughs> um... Yeah, if it's a basic four deep save, so yes, that does straight up Ariato 150 damage. How does this look? Oh my god. Uh <laughs> Well, um She basically like puts a hand and kinda lines it up lines it up where to where like uh from what she sees the hand is kinda like at its torso. Mm -hmm. And then twists her hand slightly and crushes it, and there are runes, like, revolving around her wrist that shatter when implosion happens. Ooh, okay, yeah, it lets out, like, a screech of pain um, as it, like, lets out its long, lolling tongue kind of splatter out of its mouth. Ew. <laughs> and, yeah, it's it's... Well, one of its mouths. The other one is screaming uh, directly at you. Um, I will say, however, as you make this attack, it is going to attack you with an attack of opportunity. Okay. As one of its heads flies directly for you, um, that is going to be a 40 to hit. Ooh, I'm pretty sure that hits. <laughs> okay, not a crit? No. Cool, it doesn't stop your spell. That is going to be uh, 30 piercing damage, and you need to make me a fortitude save as well. Uh, my four dice gave me a 45. Okay, wow. Um, you're good. What happens is basically it tries to swing its tail directly at you, and you realize it's trying to knock you over the boat. Oh, <laughs> bitch. So you duck under it like, ah! uh, and it lets out another like wailing roar as it is coming down on you. Uh, you have one action left. You don't know exactly what this thing is? If you want to fuck around, or if you have some other ideas, you can try that as well. 
Vision of Weakness. Okay, Vision of Weakness. Ariado, uh, you peer directly into this thing's, like, life force, and you are hit with the name Tarn Lenor. And okay. I think you know enough about Lenorms to know... Ah, uh, fuck. You know that Tarn Lenorms are among the strongest of Lenorms. Not the strongest, but certainly they're up there. Uh, they're these giant two-headed snakes. Um... There's, like, a lot of old legends about them in Viking Land. Um, and in real life, too. However, you know that its lowest save is its will save. And you know it is immune to acid, uh, curses, paralysis, and sleep. And is weak to cold iron. Okay. It is especially weak to cold iron in that... It has regeneration. Which is only deactivated by cold iron. Okay. <laughs> Anyone have any cold iron anything? Briari? Um, do I? Uh, I don't think you necessarily do. Mm. So technically, Ariadu, you realize with a dull feeling, oh, fuck. Um, as you turn back and you see where, like, uh, it had been crushed, Ariadu, you watch as it starts to heal. So it regenerates some of its lost HP. Bitch! And it is now its turn. Um, and it opens both of its mouths. And the one to the left charges up a, uh, like, a gargle of acid. And, uh, the other one you can see is smoking clouds at you. And both of the heads, at the same time, blast you. You guys both have to make me a reflex save. All of you. 44. 47. Uh, 45. You guys somehow all pass. <laughs> so both of you are going to take uh, half down to this. Royar, you do a sweet flip up into the air. Um, like, Yay. jumping directly up as both of these heads, one blast a stream of acid at you all, the other just shoots a blast of gas at you all. So, um, that is going to be 62 damage divided by 2 at Ariato and Volio. So that's going to be 31 damage to both of you. And, uh, you notice that the boat is not just, like, wrecked by this attack. Hmm. Um, so that happens and that's its turn because it used both of its heads to do this um, Volio it is your turn shit what do you do shit uh, Volio almost falls on his ass at the boat uh, he, he stumbles though and he takes out uh, his fucking sick ass new laser gun he shoots it ooh okay the um, ray gun of wonder yep Okay, make me an attack roll with it. 43. A 43 is gonna be a hit. Oh. That's gonna be 42 damage to this tank. Which is very nice as you directly at it. But as you are doing this, uh, your uh, pistol starts to kind of like... Uh, something seems to happen when uh, you hit him. Mm-hmm. As in like the ray takes an effect. And what did you roll yeah. out of a D100? 89. 
89, 89 you say? Yeah, I do. Uh, well, I'll tell you what that does as soon as... So as you blast him, suddenly there's this fog cloud that kind of appears over its head. Uh, like, you cannot see either of its heads. And it lets out a... As there's solid fog all around it. Um, meaning that... You conjure a bank of fog so thick it impedes movement as well as sight. This is like obscuring mist, but it's also difficult terrain. So uh, he's not going to be able to move as fast uh, while in this kind of fog that's around you all. Um, but more importantly, um, he you are concealed from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you have, uh, I think, you one more action? Yes. He if you'd like, yeah. If you'd like to roll Arcana, you can try to figure out to fuck us up with this thing. Okay. Yeah, it'd be dangerous to do that again. Uh, thirty-seven. Okay. Uh, so what you know about Tarnlinorms is that they have a death curse, like all Linorms. Um. And when you slay a Tarnlinorm, you must make a pretty high will save. Or no longer be able to recover any HP ever. Oh, That's scary! Okay. Not true magic. Not true sleeping. It is the curse of death. If you kill it, then you are bound to death as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, if any of you are good at will saves, it might be worth chancing it. But you know. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you know, Volio. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you shout it to the others? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Royari, it is your turn, and you can see that this thing is healing, uh, so killing it might take some time unless you figure out some cold iron anywhere. Um, Joy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking. Wait. We have metal rods. Hmm? We have metal rods, right? Yes, your fishing rods. Are those cold iron? Huh. Huh, I say. <laughs> are you serious, are they? Rory, do you want to make a uh, check of some kind? Um, God. Would be a nature check? Could it be? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about like where the fuck metal would be, and I realized we're in metal. Uh, it's a 38. Yeah, Royer, you quickly identified that the, the fishing rods and the oars you have, as well as the bow itself, the only way they seem to be withstanding this acid is because they are made out of pure cold iron. Oh, I am so smart. <laughs> um, Royer lets the others know that. Um, because this is... This seems to be important. And then... Do you think that I could use the fishing rod to try and attack it? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, this will do less damage because it's not a magic weapon or anything. Um, mm-hmm. but it will trigger its weakness and uh, stop it from regenerating next turn. That's what I need. That is that is the reason that I need to do that. Um, also because I need to. Okay. Um, I am going to. Uh, but I'm gonna use a finisher then. Uh, perfect. No, a lethal finisher, mm. I think. 
Uh, what would I be rolling? I actually, wait, I believe there's rules for improvised attacks. Oh, okay. So, if you attack with something that isn't a weapon, such as a chair or vase, you make it, uh, you make an attack with improvised weapon. You take a minus two attack roll with this tank. Um, so basically, I would have you make a, uh, yeah, you, I would let you make it basically a rapier tank minus the, uh, minus two on it, basically. So, um, this, okay, so can I roll 51? Holy fucking shit. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. Um, so I think on this, uh, are you using the rod or are you using the, uh, the ore? Um, I mean, I, I, Brary was holding, uh, the rod. Okay. Well, I'll let you roll, um, 2d4, uh... Oh, also, because this was a lethal finisher, I need them to make a save. Okay, yeah. One of the saves. So, I think it'll be 2d4 instead of most of your regular damage, basically. But it'll take an extra 15, because it is weak to it. Um, plus your strength, because, you know, you still do strength. Okay. Um, so that... And then I'll see how much finish it actually is. Uh oh. 2d4 plus 15 uh, plus your strength. And then for the finisher damage, he got a 38. Uh, that's a fail. Okay. So he'll take uh, 12d6 damage as well. Okay. And that's it? Mm hmm. So 2d4 plus 15 plus strength plus 12d6. Uh, 72 damage. With a fushing, fucking fishing rod, Royari. Yeah. How how does this look? I think that Royari tries to... You know the way that you would use a grappling hook where it, like, wraps around the thing? I think that Royari essentially lets, like, lets... Not lets go of the rod... But let's go of the, you know, the part that you'd, like, let go for the string? Mm -hmm. Uh, to, um, and, and, like, it's trying to choke it with the the fucking cold iron fucking reel. Okay, so you kind of use it like a whip and snap it around this thing, one of this thing's necks, and start, like, yanking on, choking it. The Linorm that's at a screech of uh, frustration as the other Linorm starts, like, nipping at the rod a little bit, trying to, like, pull it off. It's got two heads. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Um, you have mm-hmm. one action left, I believe. Um, and I think I would swing around to be on top of it. That's really dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely enough to get Panache. Yeah, but the risk of me dying instantly and you is do also. Have, you do have a grapple hook uh, thing around its neck. You you said you did. I know, it's just because it is a fish, and if it goes into the water, or into the acid, there's nothing I can do there. Pop back off. That's the reason. Okay. (laughs) I'm saying if it decides to submerge, I will give you a reaction to jump off. uh, Using the uh, grab an edge reaction. So... Okay, um, what am I rolling to do with this? I would let you roll acrobatics. Okay. 51. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, that's a... That's a crit success, actually. Um, so, 
I'm actually gonna let you do an extra bit of damage to it, I think, as you tighten it around its neck. So roll me an extra mm -hmm. 2d4 plus 15. Twenty-two. Okay. Almost max. Holy shit, Royari! How does it? How do you do this? How? What does this look like? I think that um, they're like, oh wait, shit! I could, I could do something even funnier. Um, and then I think that she literally just like hops off of the boat, um, landing on like on one of the things, like heads, uh, with a backflip. Yeah, okay, you are- are you on the head you're choking? Uh, yes. Okay, so you swing around, you land on the back of the, the one you're choking, and you're kind of like pulling on the, the, the rod more, uh, choking this thing out, and the other head is snarling at you angrily. Um, Ariado, it is your turn. You can see that this thing is pretty badly injured. Uh, what do you do? Alright, consensus. Do we risk it? Do I risk it? <laughs> because she has a high will save and she also has resolve. I like the idea of this discussion being in character. Ariadne calling out for, like, ideas while Royari's, like, <laughs> on this thing, like, choking it out. Because <coughs> uh, we, can, we can't kill this thing. It's just, wow. should I? <laughs> Royari, uh, Volio, do you have any input? Do you have any advice for Ariato? Uh... I mean, out of character, I'll give you my hero point if you fail, but like... <laughs> Volio just fucking shrugs. <laughs> uh, Royari, okay. do you have, right. any, do you okay. have anything All to right. say to Ariato? Just please be careful! <laughs> Can't do, boss! So what's the spell gonna be? Spirit Blast. Okay. Do you have to make a roll? I think it's... Do you have to make... Yeah, you have to make a fucking um, attack roll, or do I have to make a save? Uh, let's see. Because it won't tell me in the description. It is a... It's a fortitude? I thought it was a will save. Wow. Uh, so that is gonna be a uh, 40... No, a 39. Ooh, no. no okay. No, no. That does not pass. Alright, how much so. damage is that going to be? 16d6. Okay. 58 damage. Alright. Um, Ariado, you do that uh, 58 damage, and it looks painful. It looks very painful. However, what I will say is um, as you uh, kind of like blast up this like explosion of shadowy energy directly into this Linaron soul, you see that it is not down yet. <sighs> what do you do? <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I haven't. Quicken casting. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. And what are you going to cast? Disintegrate. Okay. You have to make an attack roll, right? Uh-huh. I will say it's flat food to, because Royari is on top of it. So it has a lower AC. Make that attack roll. Okay, that is... This is a 48. A 48 is a hit. Okay. Um, cool. So it has to make a fortitude save. And that is going to be a 39. Again. Wow. 
39 does not pass. All right. Well, roll this disintegration damage. 86. Holy shit. Okay. I didn't know if you'd be able to do it, but Ariadna, with that quickened casting of disintegrate, how do you kill the Linorm of the Lake? I think she just keeps going. Like, every spell that she lobs, she just aims for the torso, just aims for the chest, mostly because Rari is there strangling it. Um, she doesn't want to go for the head. So, uh, Spirit Blast aims directly at the okay. heart. Doesn't work. So, she quickly brings both of her hands together with, like, a green and yellow glow, um, forming in her palms and then just shoots it out again towards like its sternum (laughs) and it disintegrates starting from there you see like a green pass through its veins and it just explodes into dust except for the thing Royari is holding on because by the time it kind of like gets to the uh the rod um, it kind of almost beheads the thing. Like, the grip of the rod just tightens and tightens, and then when everything else starts disintegrating, the head just fucking falls off. And plops into the water. Rare, do you want to make a quick reflex save to, uh, avoid falling into the water? 40. Okay, Rare, you are able to, uh, land in the boat while the head blobs into the water. Uh, the rest of it explodes in a cloud of dust, and that dust swirls and swirls, and you guys ever play Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls V? Well, I mean, I tried, but I, I gave up. Yeah, like... No. So there's this there's this mechanic in it where you absorb the souls of dragons. Yeah, Ariato, it, it's coming your way. Um, it immediately just, like, pushes through your, like, lips and up your nose into your lungs, and you need to make me a will save. Alright, dice. Let's see what you give me. Come on. Come on. Okay, 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 okay. Um, 46, and I have resolve. Ariado Bati, you inhale the soul of a dragon, and you cough, and you are good. You have staved off the curse of a town. <laughs> Holy fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ariana falls to her knees and she goes, Alright, now that I know what that feels like, never again. Mm-mm. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I'm surprised you did it at all. Oh. oh, that was unpleasant. No kidding, it's a fucking no, right. danger. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Shall we row back to shore? <coughs> yes, please. I hate please. it here. Next time we go fishing, let it be at a normal lake with normal fish. Yes, that of course. I can make us normal fried salmon. Yeah, that's true. You do also have a giant big uh, snake head that you can pull back into shore. Oh, fuck yeah. Can you bring that back to the, to the statue? Holy, it is. Okay. You bring the head of the Linorm of the Lake back to the statue. And uh, as you kind of like drop it in front of the statue, you all feel uh, fishing rods in your hands as you have gained your ninth title. And uh, I'd like to ask everyone now, and this is a fun one. 
What's a dumb thing you've done? Like, it's just a silly little side distraction thing. That, like, it didn't really impact most of your journey, but it was just fun. What is a fun moment you had on your adventure? There's been so many for Volia. <laughs> <laughs> All he does is dumb side shit. No, I think the question should be, what's your favorite fish that you've got? <laughs> what's your favorite fish that you caught and how it impacted your story so far? Your mom. <laughs> uh, hmm. Oh. Um. <laughs> trying to win a yeast can at the fucking uh, lumber festival. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking for a yeast can. That was really fun. You wanted that breaded dog so bad. I wanted that breaded dog so fucking bad. <laughs> and it just wasn't going your way. It wasn't. Ariahu managed to get Orbgillion on her journey, but you, you just fought like hell to get that <laughs> So what else got dog. him? Who got him? Wasn't it? I think it was Royari who got him. Yeah, Royari got him. And they didn't fucking give him. <laughs> 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 fucking kept it to himself. Um, Ariadu and Royari, do you have any stupid things or, like, just fun moments you've had that you remember? Oh, who was the, the middle fucking Banyan brother? Sturvan. Sturvan Banyan. Going through his diary and then writing <laughs> in it, like, bro, get better cooking techniques. Like, fucking call me for them. <laughs> Despite being so stealthy in most of your thing leaving a very obvious calling card of like, dude, chives? Really? You didn't know what chives were? Um, it was a fun distraction from an otherwise quite scary time. Ariana being so disgusted to break stealth and go, call me for cooking advice. God damn. Oh <laughs> and Royari, what about you? What's a dumb thing you've done that just, it, it was fun and you remember it? I think... I think I, I I know what Rayari's favorite moments are. Yeah, it's not it's not one. I'm sorry, um, but it's something that Rayari's done multiple times over the course of the campaign. <laughs> I think that um, Rayari uh, really likes when they have sex. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not kidding. The funny, silly side distractions for you is when Rayari fucks. Yeah. <laughs> is there is it is it not hilarious when I say when you ask what we're doing for downtime that like Rayari has sex? Is that not hil- is, is that is not the, is that not the most hilarious bit of all time? And d- does Rayari not have fun? You can't say no. This is my character. You tell you when the statue of fish asks you what you do, you respond confidently that women want you and fish fear you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. While your sacred duty, the job you have been given this entire time, has been a dangerous one and a difficult one and sometimes a distressing one. It is so important that all of you find moments to smile. Things that, while not necessarily important to the furtherhood of saving the world or collecting the Aeon Stones or whatever, you always made time to do things that just made you feel better. And you have all claimed the title of Fisher, bringing you to 9 out of 12. How are you all doing? Sure. Pretty good. A little fishy. 
<laughs> As you get back, you see the sheep are still there, and <laughs> angrily, so is um, so is our good friend Kimaleti. Volio sinks into the sheep's wool. I think Ariado goes to the other one and does the same thing. Face down. <laughs> are you all self-regulating? Stay healed. Listen, I just... I, I had a soul of a linworm try to curse me. I, I need a second <laughs> or three or a year. <laughs> I, I just like the softball. Shall we it's head nice. back towards our dear friend? Five minutes. Do you want to ride the sheep? Maybe. You are fascinating. <laughs> let's let's go before it gets too late. We do have a few more um to do and we do have to save the world. Okay. Then okay. you can pet the sheep all you like. Do you think so let me keep no, it? Absolutely not. Fuck. You guys want to start making your way back to uh, Eliosic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, as you are going, I need everyone to make me a perception check. Ugh. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Not one. She don't. She shit. She's. Ariado, I think, is still face down in the sheep. She's taking a. She's <laughs> yeah. taking her second. Okay. Um, Royari, however, you do see something. Uh huh. Uh huh. A golden glint in the distance. Fire to the north of Eliosa. The last sheep. Mm. Off in the far, far, far west corner of this, uh, of this, um, whole vale. Um, towards a kind of, like, mountainy area on the very edge. You see one of the last sheep. He's sitting up on a hill and he's eating some grass. Oh! Shall we go obtain our last dear friend? Yeah, it's about three miles away, you reckon, from where you are. But then again, Elios is also about three miles from where you are, so you could just pick him Mm. up and bring him home. And if it helps, while checking your map, it looks like this last sheep is by the final, uh, one of the final uh, trials you have to do. Trial number Mm. 10. Yeah. You want to make your way uh, towards this final sheep? Yeah. yeah. It should be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you spend about an hour uh, making your way through the hills with these sheep um, before you come up to the last one. Uh, on a kind of hill near the mountains, uh, like kind of like in the basin of these uh, like rocky walls, um, mm-hmm. you see the sheep is standing on one of the lusher hills and grazing, and it kind of looks down at you as you are approaching. What do you do to get its attention? <laughs> well, it would just make noise, is it? Harry is okay. going to do the exact same thing that we've always done. Okay, do you want to make me a nature check? Yeah, 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 yeah. 36. 36, okay. That'll do it. Rayari, you get the sheep. All good. Sick. Uh, but there is a statue right next to it. As the sheep kind of comes up to you. As you kind of come up the hill towards the sheep's Rayari, you see uh, from your vantage point the statue 
A dusty marble statue is tucked in a narrow, shallow canyon in the hills. The man depicted there wears close-fitting garments, a thick cloak, and a satisfied expression. One hand rests at his waist, but the statue's attention is focused on his other hand, held out before him, cupped as if though to admire some absent treasure. Hmm. Huh. Do you guys want to make a religion check? <laughs> sure. Yes. Sure. 43. 49. 36. Um, Ariadne, you can tell that this seems to be a statue of the teeth. Okay. Ariadne's disguise that he used for stealing things. Can't imagine when he used that. Were <laughs> <laughs> you sure that wasn't the entire time? <laughs> anyway, um, you quickly kind of like look around and notice um, that it looks like his hand is empty, looking like he wants to be admiring some treasure in it, but there's no treasure there. However, Ariado, with your crit success, I think you notice something else. Beneath the uh, beneath the um, statue, there appears to be. It looks like around the base of the statue, there are some locks, almost like they're nailing the statue to the ground. How curious. If you'd like to all make uh, thievery checks, you can try unlock these latches. Oh lord, okay. <laughs> uh, I think Royar is pretty good at those. Well, there's that good roll. What? This is plus 19. Yeah, no, uh, Ariato. <laughs> it probably yeah, won't be any better though. 26 Ariato. No. Aww. Okay, you all kind of get down on these latches and you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> can I try again? Uh, for sure. <laughs> 33. Okay. Uh, yeah, actually, that does it. Royari, you click one lock. Okay. There's two more, though. Okay. What do you do? Uh, can I keep trying? Mm-hmm. 37. Okay. A second lock. 42. Royari, your, uh, once you get into the swing of it, your, uh, old teeth skills kind of click in, and you quickly, uh, undo these latches. And when you do, around the base of the tower, the statue rotates, revealing a secret door. The secret door? Um, there are There is a tunnel beneath, um, which seems to be about three foot wide, um, and it seems to descend straight down. But it's narrow enough that it looks like only one creature can get through at a time. Ugh. So if, small. if anyone wants to try quick squeeze their way through, they can. Voldio looks at the, the two people in the party who are smaller than him. Ariadna's standing at a proud 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> I love that for her. <laughs> he, like, he like starts to like shooing uh, either one of them. He's like, okay, come on, short people. Oh, you giant. You think my meat sack is going He's... to fit in there? He is simply and naturally tall. Hey. Actually, yeah, naturally short. I'm a considered average. I am average. not that short. Sorry, I can't hear you. I am literally tall. You are simply unnatural. You are simply too close to the ground for me to understand right now. Okay, do you want me to squeeze through? Oh. I'm the smallest. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. So, are you gonna sneak in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. So, Ariado, you kind of slip into the sh- uh, the chute, and you start kind of like coming out. Um. And as you are doing so, I need you to make me an acrobatics challenge. Easy. Forty-three. Okay, easy stuff, Ariado. You squeeze through as it gets tighter and tighter, and then it gets really tight. I need you to make me another acrobatics check. 41. 41? Mm-hmm. Okay, you do. You squeeze through, and finally, after it gets really, really tight, it opens into a chamber. And beyond the chamber is an even larger chamber. Ugh. And this larger chamber you can see is littered with gold coins. But standing (laughs) in a pedestal in the middle is a gemstone. Bright green in the shape of a monkey's skull. Am I about to get Indiana Jones here? Well, are you? (laughs) (sighs) Well... So you're in room A... Then room B is a much bigger room with uh, coins all around the sides, a pedestal in the middle, and a green monkey skull on top. Well, it's a gemstone, but you know. Uh, the ladder kind of goes up a tick, tane up top. What do you do? She calls up from inside <laughs> and goes, All right, so I'm through, and I see another room, a really big chamber with like a monkey skull gemstone on a pedestal. I feel take like it. that's our thing. However, take it. Don't take okay. it. Okay. Take it. <laughs> uh-huh. I, just be careful. Don't be careful. Take it. Be careful. Be. <laughs> stop that. Be careful. <laughs> and get ready to roll. run, okay. please. <laughs> uh, I think Ariado, like, looks at the, uh, I think she looks at the gem and like thinks about how heavy the gem is, takes some of the treasure that's on the side and oh. quickly fucking snags the gem and puts it down. No, you don't. Uh-uh. The okay. second you walk into that room, the lights in here go from green to red. And Vo- Royari and Volio, both of you see the... Uh, the statue swivel back to its starting position, slamming shut on top of Ariadne, yeah. locking her in. And then, Ariadne, you hear it. And you see runes light up around the doorway into the chamber. You thought it was a trapped pedestal, but it was in fact a trapped doorway. Make me a reflex save! Okay. <laughs> hey Dad, fuck you, not 20. Oh shit, okay! Ariato, you hear this explosion kind of coming up, and you duck behind the pedestal as fast as you fucking can, as literally a level 10 fireball explodes <laughs> on top of you. Wow. Oh my god. Damn. Don't fuck around. And Ev- Volio and Ev- Royari, both of you hear this noise, this like explosion from inside. And Ariado is trapped in there. <laughs> Fully looks at Ryari. 
you were telling her not uh, to be careful. I don't remember that. <laughs> and that's when you hear an echoing boom. A boom of a voice. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha, you bastards! And climbing out, and you have no idea how you didn't see him, because he's 200 feet tall. Climbing out from behind one of the mountains comes a giant. A giant who is clad in, like, black a black hood and robe, and he carries a massive club. And Royari and Volio, both of you very quickly recognize him. After all, you've seen a creature that looks exactly like him earlier on. Mm. It's a fucking titan. Oh my god. Except, judging by the nasty look in his eyes as he grins, this isn't a nice one. <laughs> yeah, You're gonna so. guess this is in fact... Me, maybe, this is one of the titans that wanted to kill the gods. Yeah. Oh great. This 200 foot tall giant points down at you and says, Caught you in the act I did! Trying to steal me goat me treasure? I'll have your heads! No, no, and he starts. In. He starts rumbling towards you all, ready to catch you. And Ariadne, you are stuck inside as you hear another click of the trap getting ready to go off again. And fellas, you realize, ah, we're in one hell of a pickle, aren't we? This episode of Dice Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Jace Snooks, Zenith Drums, Josh Heathcote, Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Verlera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B., Seth, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Litrelope, Gizmo, Talison, Matthew, Cass, Fable McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Emlyn, Sean C., Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C., Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Triceratops, Great Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinsters, John the Book Hoarder, Emlyn Laderna, SS66 Seeker, Lynx, and Dame Valerie the Third. If you'd like to see what you could get for your support, visit patreon.com slash dice roll and help us keep it rolling. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.